This is the Yoga Mosh Pit Podcast, a space for all things yoga, for misfits and unconventional folks, music, weird shit, life shit, metaphysical and spiritual shit, deep feelings and emotions, and how to be as well as we can be while the world oftentimes sucks and makes no fucking sense. I am Caitlin, a 200-hour yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, and self-proclaimed metalhead. If this sounds like your jam, you have full permission to rock out with your chakras out. Hello again, and welcome to the Yoga Mosh Pit. My name is Caitlin. I am a yoga teacher slash metalhead, and I kick ass. And if you're anything like me, you're here listening to this podcast right now, ready to listen to part two of the absolutely captivating Casey Jean Miller from Jean's Apothecary. Just to give you a little bit of a breakdown about what we're going to talk about in this episode, we're going to be getting into a little bit more detail and depth as far as what exactly is a nervous system. And I know that sounds silly because I'm sure most of you actually really know, but I was never really completely informed about what a nervous system was. I took like one year of high school biology to which I never revisited that again because I went to school for meteorology. So I'm learning about the earth, not the body. So it was really, really eye-opening to learn about the nervous system through Casey Jean, and she's going to give us a bit of a breakdown in this episode, and why the nervous system should really be, and I hate to should, but why it blank be our number one priority when it comes to our overall health, and you're going to hear why it's so important. Then we're going to talk a little bit about how it feels to have a regulated nervous system as compared to an unregulated nervous system. For those of you who really aren't totally sure where you're at on that spectrum, this is a great place to really kind of listen and learn and just kind of determine from there like where you land. And there's no shame no matter where you are. And we're also going to talk about actions that we can take right now to either support an unregulated nervous system, like just really figuring out how to get ourselves as much on track as we possibly can, or how to continue to love and support ourselves while we're regulated. We also talk about how Jean's Apothecary can assist you in supporting your nervous system and some details on how her products do that safely and in a tasty, fun, and luxurious way. When I say luxurious, I don't mean expensive. Accessibility is one of her most important things that she stresses in her company and you will hear her talk about that too, how that's a super priority for her. And last but not least, we talk about how you can take a deeper dive in supporting your nervous system by working with Casey Jean directly. And as always, you get a 10% discount off of her products on her website using promo code YOGAMOSHPIT. Without further ado, here's the conclusion of the interview with Caitlin and Casey Jean Miller from Jean's Apothecary. Why is the nervous system so important? Because it's so important. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's just because it is. All right. So in this, in this answer, I'm going to get to the parts of the nervous system and then how they interact. So if you're here, if you're listening, you likely are aware of the mind-body connection. This is essentially where that's happening. To put that in other words of the mind-body connection so it doesn't feel as mystical and vague, our physical impacts our mental and emotional. Our mental and emotional impacts our physical. Let me give some real examples to help you feel it in your body for a moment. Imagine when you have a cold or some type of sickness and you just feel bad. Your chest is tight. You feel achy. You kind of feel feverish. Your mental and emotional state is probably going to be kind of because you don't feel good. Your physical has affected your mental and emotional. All right, let me take you somewhere else. It has been a long time coming. You just got vacation time. You're packing your bags. You're going to wherever you feel at ease and fun and all that good stuff your body is probably going to feel so light because your mental is 
in a state of joy and pleasure and fun. And so now your body, you're like, huh, my knee's not even hurting right now. Like Caitlin had said earlier, her skin likely would not be flaring in that instance, right? Then that's the physical impacting the emotional. They go hand in hand. And so that to say, obviously, if our nervous system is stressed, it's taxed, in some way, it is most certainly going to affect its ability, its capabilities, and how it communicates with the rest of your body, okay? Because it's our, it's our command center. It's talking with all the other bodily systems. And so that in and of itself is why it's so important to take care of it and to, and to pay attention to how we feel in the good times and in the, the struggle times. If our nervous system is out of whack in some way, there are going to be imbalances in, the, in other systems too. There's just literally no way around that. I'm going to give one more example, like an analogy before I get into um, the sympathetic and autonomic nervous system. Rosemary Gladstar, I like to think of her as like the OG modern herbalist. She's fantastic and wonderful. She does a beautiful analogy of the nervous system, equating it to a symphony. If you treat your nervous system like the sensitive instrument that it is, it will play back the finest music to enrich your being, your literal existence. If you keep it tuned and healthy and you feed it well and protect it from overuse, you'll be rewarded with an exquisite quality of life, even in the most stressful times. On the contrary, abuse your nervous system and the music will turn into more of a ruckus. The colors will fade and they will run and the zest for life will drain away. So when the nervous system is taxed or abused, as Rosemary put it, it's in what you mentioned, fight or flight mode. That's the sympathetic branch of the nervous system. Typically, we tend in our society to live in the sympathetic nervous system, and we really need to access more of the autonomic nervous system, which is the rest and digest. And when we're in, though, that fight or flight mode, and if we think about that in like caveman terms, because stress isn't bad necessarily. It can really help you. If you have a deadline and you need to be moving quick, you need a little fire under your booty to get going. That's okay. We do also then need to come back down, but it, it serves a purpose. Stress isn't a bad word. Distress would be the bad word, right? When it's in excess, when we just live in that state. In that state, why we don't want to live in it, because our body is essentially either getting ready to fight or run the heck away for survival, what happens is a handful of things. Our blood pressure is going to go through the roof. Our heart rate is going to elevate. Our digestive system will be inhibited. It's going to essentially stop or slow down. Then also in that state of overstimulation, the nerves themselves are being overstimulated. And so you're going to feel fear and scared and just this overall feeling of unsettled and you know that feeling I you have to know that feeling of oh yeah it's the pit in your stomach it's that pang in your chest where it's like is something wrong did I forget to turn something off is someone mad at me it's that (sighs) feeling (laughs) you're just you're like describing who I was in like 2016 2017 I'd, I'd, I'd go between phases of fight and then completely shutting down so when I was in the fight mode, my whole body felt like this, like I was ready to just punch someone in the face. And like, I was tense all the time. I always went home, my back would hurt. I'd be like, I'm sitting like, you know, like I'm ready to kill someone all the time. And then that doom of like, oh shit, like something's wrong. Thinking like an asteroid's about to hit me any second. It didn't help that I worked downtown Manhattan either, right next to the, you know, World Trade Center. So that was a little scary. But, you know, yes. other than that, it was just, there was no real causation. Yeah, the environment didn't help. And then also just the stress that I was under personally and things that were going on. And I just couldn't come down. I would come down at the end of the night. I don't know how and go to sleep. But that was just I think I was so fucking exhausted from just this tense all day long that I would just shut down. I wouldn't even like go to sleep. It wasn't restful. I would just shut off like like an overburned computer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. That's 
Yeah, it's, you, you just, <laughs> I think really the reality for so many people. I think really the only thing, it's changed it some. I just, I, I give out a deep sigh because I'm about to say, I'm like, I could be controversial. I think our world has felt a little bit of the slowdown, a weird thanks to the pandemic, but it's brought a whole other source of stress. But we've seen a lot less of that commuting and people working from home. And so that in and of itself, as we've already mentioned in the holistic model, that is one big thing. That's a big element is your lifestyle and your environment. And that is really one of the biggest reasons why, or it is the reason why I said a moment ago that in our day and age, most people are in the sympathetic nervous system is because maybe you don't actually work downtown, but it might feel like it. We're rushing from A to B all the way to Z. And now we got to loop right back. We're overstimulated. There's too much on our plates. And then when we do have downtime, we stimulate, stimulate, stimulate. We scroll, scroll, scroll. We compare. We then fill the void with Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and HBO. And then it's time to go to bed and we lay down and we scroll, 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 right? There's so much stimulation. We're just overstimulated. All of that is part of that external stimuli, which is, again, we're, we're, all of that is still down to your nervous system. It's how you interpret. It's how you receive and how you respond. We are still, even though it might sound like we've talked, we're talking about something different. We're now just putting those words in layman's terms. It's what it actually looks like in the real world. And so that's why I love the nervous system is because it's just so important. I don't know how to even put it in other words of just, it's so important because it, it literally really controls how we feel and how we then interact in our lives. Some signs of a dysregulated nervous system. I first want to say, just because you felt stressed today doesn't mean your system is overly taxed. Just because you don't necessarily feel, quote, stressed today also doesn't mean that there isn't some dysregulation. It does not have to feel like this big thing is happening. You don't have to have this big deadline or whatever it is or this big life thing. It's not as black and white. And maybe that's almost slightly unfortunate because it's not just so cut and dry. But some signs of, of definitely like wear and tear on your nervous system is just feeling fatigued, feeling worn down. And I I mean that in the sense of like, just no matter what you do, you just seem to be exhausted. You wake up exhausted. You feel uninspired. You kind of like, don't give a shit. You lack motivation. Things just feel lackluster. It could also be that you have a really short fuse. You're really easy to irritate. (laughs) (laughs) It was me. Yeah. It was me. I was was a rage ball. Yes. And that's, I think that that speaks to how we're all very individual. Some people, that might be how they present. Um, And that might even be kind of where they tend to teeter towards. Like that's their more of their natural state. And then on the flip side, it would be almost like the under regulation where it almost might feel like you're living in black and white. You feel more blue. You feel really down, perhaps depressed. Um, So it's, it's not super, super cut and dry. Um, But if you, you take a moment to really check in, you, you likely will be able to spot those signs of dysregulation. Yeah. And I think, I'm sure a lot of people listening right now have experienced or maybe currently are experiencing this type of feeling. And especially with the pandemic, 2020, 2021, I think, I don't know anybody who isn't like at the high level of stress of just from what's been going on, maybe from what they've had to endure, whether they've been sick or have new people who are sick or unfortunately people have passed away or just being locked away. A lot of people don't know how to really slow down and don't know how to let go of the tasks and just the productivity thing. Like, cause I feel like that's a big 
thing that people have held on to for so long. Maybe hopefully sort of by now people are starting to be like, all right, I get it. I don't have to be so productive. But that I'm sure was a huge wake up call for people during the pandemic and maybe caused a lot of discomfort with like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Like I'm in heightened mode. I don't know how to come down. <laughs> yeah. And you know how people responded? Okay, well, I can't go to work. I'm going to improve my house. Do you know how much sales went yes. up? Like you couldn't yes. buy a shovel. Literally, you could not buy shovels and rakes, um, pools, like this pools that you can put up yourselves. Uh, they were sold out. Deep freezes were sold out because people were like, I will make all of my food from scratch, which like is cool to <laughs> one extent, but it was like, whoa, it slow, slow down. It's okay. But it, that just goes to show yeah. us, yes, we are totally programmed to think we got to go, go, go do this, accomplish that as of yesterday. And so it's hard to slow down. And that's also tends to be why when we do slow down, we mask it, we filter it a bit. We don't just lay down and feel our body settle and, and try to connect with our five senses. No, we lay down and immediately already have the remote in our hand and likely some type of food and we just stuff stuff it in. We stuff the content in, we stuff the food in, not really questioning, how do I feel? What do I feel like? Am I even hungry right now? Right? Like all of that. Yeah. It's we're just I don't use the word addicted lightly. i I'm very sensitive to that word. And we're addicted to stimulation. It's it it's just what we have grown to adjust to. It's what we expect. And so way earlier in the conversation we were talking about sustainability of retraining yourself and trying to unlearn things. That is likely the biggest component here is we are trying to unlearn this narrative that we always need to be busy, that we always need to be doing and accomplishing things and just simply slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. To bring it back to the nervous system and like kind of questioning regulated, dysregulated, whatever, um, or like, okay, this sounds really important because you're talking about it. And so like, what do I do? Even more than noticing if you feel dysregulated, obviously that's very important. But even before that, what's most important is being in tune with your body ongoing and supporting and strengthening your nervous system always not just when you feel out of whack, not just when your plate feels really, really full. Because at that point, right. it'll almost be all for naught. We want to support it and strengthen it so that when shit hits the fan, we might still be standing. We just kind of fall off kilter a bit. Yes. I like that you said that. And you know, it's so weird that you said that because I was listening to a podcast over the weekend, um, Alive and Sometimes Well with uh, Rachel Turner and Alyssa Pressman. And it was Alyssa's solo episode about who's holding you. And it was talking about like going to therapy when you're feeling great. Like go when your life is awesome. Go when everything is, you know, like when you have all of your shit together. Go when you're successful. Go when, when everything's great. Because then you can prepare and use that good time to prepare for when you may or may not crash. Or when there's a crisis. Or like say like if you're you know, like you have highs and lows, like what, what other, whether that's a clinical diagnosis or just like, you know, personally, like you just go through the ebbs and flows of life and like sometimes it's great. And then, you know, you have periods where you feel dark, just preparing for that and using that time to be ready. So the same thing goes with the nervous system is like supporting it while you're good and paying attention more and giving it more love so that when those shitty times happen, those lows may not be as low. Like, does that sound pretty on the ball there? 1000% yes yeah and it, it makes a lot of sense yeah same with like yoga like I feel like I've said this to people before and I don't really you know that word resilience is kind of been re-examined I guess how people are using it but when you're doing yoga regularly for me specifically I feel like when the pandemic happened and everything got nuts I was kind of like you know one I, I'm a homebody so I'm like you know shove me in a house and tell me not to come out done job done I'm you'll never see me again and <laughs> but also like just dealing with the stress and I'm not going to say it was perfect and ideal like do yoga nothing bad will happen but I feel like you know I'm a hypochondriac so like I could have gone way off the deep end with this whole thing you know like not only are we like financially having 
unknowns and also supplies unknowns, but also like, am I going to get sick and die? Those things could have thrown me for total fucking loop. And, you know, I had my moments, but overall I was okay. I was like pretty even keeled. If I did go down, I came back up. Yeah, entirely. I think we can equate it to like, all right, so just because you feel down one day and you go to yoga and maybe that'll help a little bit. But what if for the past month you've been going to yoga fairly regularly, whatever that means for you, that's likely going to have more of an impact on you than only going on that down day. It definitely is going to help, but it might not be as impactful as if it was this regular thing. Same with like, we don't eat a vegetable once and then be like, that's it. I'm healthy. I met my quota. I never need to eat a vegetable again. I'm so zen now. Like it's the same with literally anything. We continue to eat our vegetables every day, even multiple times a day, because we still need those key nutrients. And so the same thing applies, whether we're looking at meditation or looking at yoga or talk therapy or whatever it is, we need to do things ongoing, right? Yeah. So having said that with this ongoing care, My ongoing care for my customers, my clients, my people is the yoga. So as far as Jean's Apothecary, what is your support system? What do you have going on that helps people long-term support their immune system? Immune system. Their freaking nervous system. I'm sorry. Well, maybe both. Immune and nervous. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're super stressed, your immune system is definitely going to tank. Um, And I kind of hinted that a little bit with my example of autoimmune stress. Um, So um, that's my immune system. When I'm really stressed, it's really going to impact my immune system. Let's start with things that we can do to help regulate our nervous system. And so for that, we can strengthen it. Essentially give it a little TLC. There's two different things, strengthening it and loving on it, treating it like a muscle in the body. Um, note, it's it's not a muscle. You can't flex it. Just an analogy here. So what would that actually mean? Nervines are the category of herb, the herbal action that we work with the nervous system. Nervines support the nervous system. There's three types. There's relaxants, really straightforward. They relax the nervous system. That would be your TLC, the loving on it. They can help calm you in the moment. And then a second type is tonics. Tonics help strengthen. Think about those as like flexing the muscle, uh, doing some reps for your nervous system. So we can use both of those to strengthen and nourish the nervous system. And so when we're doing that, when we're both supporting it and strengthening it on an ongoing um, basis, that's when we're able to operate from a place of restoration or equilibrium, if you will. That's where we're going to function with really true and high energy. Now flipping, looking really specifically at what I do for the nervous system. Similar to you, really everything I do revolves in regulating the nervous system in some way. If you take a yoga class, be it with me, Caitlin, someone else, it's going to work with your nervous system in some way. It might be where it's increasing your energy. It's creating a sense of vitality. Or maybe it's restoring and soothing your nervous system to help you access a sense of calm, to be present rather than in the mumbo jumbo of your mind. Easier said than done. Aromatherapy that I make does the same. It can either enliven you or it could help ground you. It could help you connect with feelings of love, compassion, joy, abundance, feeling grounded. A bath is going to help you create essentially a retreat within your own home. It offers a moment to yourself on top of the things that it's, it's literally doing for your skin and for your emotional body. When you use a body butter that I create, you're beginning to establish a relationship with yourself, deliberately taking time to nourish your body, to say love your body. So like really everything that I do really is in the nervous system, even if it doesn't necessarily look or sound like it does. All of it is. The 
big things, if we're really wanting to focus on the nervous system, is I really actually want to like take a side sidestep from that is one, do all the things, not like in like a stressful way of doing all the things, but think of yourself as a full person. So we want to take care of ourselves in so many different ways. Don't just look at one way. Let's look at the big picture of your life. And if I had to choose like one really big thing, it would be back to the nervings that I mentioned a moment ago the relaxants and the tonics. Now, there is a third, and there's then a few subcategories underneath it that we won't get into today. There's a third, and that's a stimulant. And the most common for that is coffee. And to be frank, two points. One, I know you're not going to do without your coffee if you're a coffee person. So I'm not going to try to rob you of your coffee. I might I might try to get you to decrease it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get it. I like coffee too, um, but it's stimulating the nervous system. And as we've already um, established, you likely don't need a lot of stimulation, but there's there's certainly instances where you might. But what we'll focus on is both relaxing the nervous system and strengthening it. So that's the tonics and the relaxants. And so My biggest way, other than the aromatherapy, which is probably the most like portable and fun as well, like you get to find, it's essentially like we, I think, okay, think for like when you're like a preteen and a teenager and you love picking out your perfume and like smelling all the things. I think most people would equate to that. The perfume industry is one of the biggest industries in the world. And that's because we love to smell. We like to smell things. We like things that smell good. When you, someone else smells a certain way, it has the ability to either be like, mm, or like, ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, so, yeah. but I think that speaks to it in and of itself. I'll get back to the nervines in a moment, but even just the simple fact of joy and pleasure there how conducive that is to our health as something as simple as, ooh, that smells nice and how powerful, how simple yet powerful and effective that can be. That's the joy of aromatherapy and that's why I love it so, so much. Essentially, the perfume industry is made off of um, the synthetic version of the things that we actually find in nature. And so aromatherapy is just getting back to the basics. It's the, I like to call it the OG perfume. Um, but, but, yeah. but really it is. Um, okay. So nervines, Caitlin and I have done a lot of talking about nervines and I think I've gotten her to be like a nervine nerd right there with me. Like we love our nervines. Um, okay. <laughs> and so the easiest way to do it, I think, okay. So I mentioned that the Perfume industry is a really big one. One of the really big industries that has grown so much over the past several years, probably the past decade, is the herbal supplement industry. And I mentioned earlier in the beginning of my journey, I had a naturopathic doctor and I was using a lot of herbal supplements. To be really forthcoming, one, I was very sick. So I was a very extreme case. I met with my naturopathic doctor weekly and I was on so many supplements that no joke, I was spending up to potentially $400 a week, a week. Um, and so it, it could, some weeks it may have been closer to 100, but we were trying so many different things that in and of itself, trying so many different things is a no-no. It's just like throwing a bunch of things at you at once. And, and Caitlin knows this and in our work together, I'm like, all right, let's start really, really simple. I only want to use one herb right now. And I want to see how your body reacts over a period of time as well, because bringing it back to my experience, I was trying so many different things that I actually wasn't sure what was helping or what may have been exacerbating symptoms. And there certainly were things. That's another thing in the natural world. Sometimes we're like, it's natural. I can't do any harm. That's bullshit. Yes, it can. Yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, reaction. Yeah. Um, or just might not, it might not react with your body well. And it can be, it's very personalized. Um, and then it was also expensive as hell. I was fortunate to have a really good job at the time and not have kids. And so I could afford it. So me as a practitioner now, one of the things I put first is 
accessibility. I want you to be able to actually afford things for it to be a part of your actual daily life. And that's for things that we're going to consider really like specific where we're kind of talking about the nervings where if I was creating an herbal care plan for anyone, I would really recommend and like to see them drinking tea every day. And we'll get into it more in a, in a moment. I think you probably got it from everything we've talked about at this point <laughs> of the nervous system. But even down to body butter, I think we can all relate to this of like, we get that really fancy perfume or lotion or candle and we like barely use it because it was really expensive. And so we just like try to stretch it out really, 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 really far. Well, then you're not benefiting from it. And right. also likely it could go rancid at some point and just not be as effective as it was when it was first made. And so yeah. that's really important to me down to everything that I offer is that it's accessible to you so you can actually use it and enjoy it and integrate it into your life. And so then having things be accessible and then approachable where you're actually going to do it. My GI doctor wanted me to take nine pills a day. My naturopathic doctor had me on even more pills a day. It wasn't something that I really wanted to keep up with. It didn't feel very fun. Um, obviously I didn't want to do it. I struggled to do it. So we want to integrate it. I want to integrate it into your life. So it's as easily as approachable and doesn't feel more like a chore. The other issue I have with the, um, supplement industry is okay. Price. Yes. But also most supplements, whether we're doing them, we mentioned collagen powder earlier on this call, um, talking about supplements in, in pilled form. So we're likely talking about a powdered substance, a powdered botanical plant-based substance in some way. So when things are broken down all the way to a powder, and if you're taking a vitamin, whether it's in that cap or otherwise, it's been compacted. The botanical has been ground down into a really fine powder. When it goes to that place, it gets stale really quick. Its shelf life shortens drastically when it's ground down that fine. So things get stale really quickly. Even the things that we might get at Whole Foods, things aren't created equally, first and foremost. So the supplements that you can find for really cheap, which I understand likely are going to be more affordable, and that would be what's attractive about them. One, they're not created equally, but even the things that you find at a good, quote, good vitamin shop or Whole Foods or online or so on and so forth, they're likely stale to some extent. They're not as potent. It's, it kind of sounds funny. It might be something to like wrap your head around, but like a dried herb, there's varying degrees of freshness of a dried herb. And that's really what we're, we're talking about, all of these things and however they come. It's an herb. It's some type of plant. Things that were dried more recently versus things that were dried two years ago. And then two years ago, they then compacted it into a powder or they put it in a pill form, whatever. And then it sits on a shelf. Do you see where I'm going here? That is just simply not as fresh. I don't mean that it's rancid and like you're going to get sick from it. But when it's stale, it loses its nutritional content. And so then again, that's the other reason why I love teas is because for me, not again, even then we could have a conversation about teas. They're also not made equally and bagged tea is ground into a little a powder and it's put in a bag and it's put on a shelf and so on and so forth. I work with really small batches, so I'm able to really monitor the quality and freshness of it. And then... The other flip side of herbal supplements is it's really hard for your body to assimilate and, and digest, or really digest and assimilate then, the nutrient profile of your food, of your supplements. And so the easiest way to do that is through liquid. And tea is a, is a water-based extraction. And so in my experience, in many cases, and, and there's, of course, exceptions to the rule, the easiest way to assimilate vitamins and minerals from a plant is through tea. And I honestly think that's just such a wonderful little, almost like a happy accident <laughs> that it's in such a wonderful 
and, and tasteful experience. And, and how simple is that? Rather than buying so many bottles of supplements and this, that, and the other, that we can right. make it from tea. Yes. That's insane. That's crazy. And I never, never knew that. Like, especially, I'm sure, number one favorite, nettle. Tell us how many vitamins are in that. And I had no fucking idea. I'm like, what? Like, I'm just putting like a little ball with the tea in there and I'm getting vitamin. And to me, I'm like that, like, I'm so lazy, but at the same time, I like doing things that are going to be easy. So like, what is a nettle again? What are the vitamins in there? Yes. All right. Yeah. So nettles, I call nettle the real MVP. So some of the key constitutes are vitamins A, C, E, K, minerals, riboflavin, thiamine, calcium, cremonium, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, silica, iron, zinc. There's protein, there's chlorophyll. Like That's all in one plant. It really is insane. <laughs> well, also to add, I remember when I was having my medical issue, I would go out and buy all these different supplements separately because I was told these will help you. Same thing. I was going out to like the vitamin shop and spending like fucking like $200 a pop on all these stupid vitamins that I'm like, I could have gotten from a, a very inexpensive tea with yeah. water because I was dehydrated too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're taking all of those pills, it depends person to person. I mean, no matter what, liquid is the easiest way for your body to digest and assimilate vitamins and minerals, but also it's the extraction, how we can actually get those vitamins from the plants is it's extracted from from water. Even if we looked at different types of liquid herbal supplements, there's tinctures that are made from an alcohol. There's glycerides that are, it's the infusion of it being in glycerin. Water, so tea, still actually is higher than both of these. And again, it's definitely going to depend on exactly what we're looking at and the person that we're looking at. But yeah, I think it's pretty mind boggling. And you hit the nail on something I think that is also really fascinating and I love about herbs is that they actually have the ability to support in so many different ways all at once. If we continue to look just at nettle, and this is why I, I love nettle and I think it's the real MVP, is that it's astringent. So when and consumed internally, tea, it can stop hemorrhaging. So if we think of... Someone who menstruates, um, nettle well, can ear, ear muffs, man, ear muffs. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny. Um, when they menstruate, it can it can reduce if you're someone who bleeds really heavily. It can help reduce that. Um, uh -huh. It supports the nervous system, so it can help improve urine flow. It can also decrease the volume of residual urine. It's a tonic to all of these systems, blood, kidneys, liver, bones, joints, the reproductive system, and the nervous system, right? So it can strengthen all of those. And I, I could continue to go on. It's hypoglycemic and hyperglycemic, which is kind of insane that it can actually literally do both depending on your your makeup. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just amazing. You mentioned before vitamin K and then also going, that's to do with clotting. And with the menstrual cycle, like people get a lot of clots, like that could, that's also another thing that it could help with, right? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And looking back at our own culture in the United States, the Native Americans, they use nettle. So nettle is, and that's another reason why I like it is that it's actually indigenous to where we live, but they used it to stop hemorrhaging during childbirth and to increase the flow of milk production during nursing. And it helps to return the mama's vitality after childbirth. And all of those are still uses to, that we can benefit from today. And I just, I think it's amazing. Okay. One last thing on nettle is it's, it literally has more calcium than spinach and kale. So what, yep. what? Hold on. All right. I'm not having my I'm not having smoothies anymore. What a waste of time. I'm just going to have my tea. There you go. <laughs> uh, you, you said something about with mothers. You have a, a tea called Mama Bird. Is there nettle in there? There is. Yep. There's nettle in there. Yeah, I knew that. And I, I actually have that. And um, not that I'm a mom, but I use it for my cycle. Mm -hmm. And that could be something that postpartum, it could help support there. And that's exactly. a huge, huge thing. 
So I do have a question. If you had to choose one item in your store that is like your ultimate nervous system regulator, you're like, OG, like you give this to everybody, they come to you, you hear something, you're like, stop right there, have this, you're going to love it. It's the jam. What is your recommendation? I kind of hate you for making me choose just one. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Which child do you love the best? (laughs) I do have a favorite. Um, And then they all like tie for a second. Um, I think my absolute top favorite would be Ease with Herbal Goddess like right behind it. And Mm -hmm. why I like Ease so much though is it's both a tonic and a relaxant. Um, when we're looking right at nervines, it's fully nervine, relaxic, and tonic. So is Herbal Goddess, because um, as we mentioned just a moment ago, nettle is a tonic for the nervous system. But if we had to bump it up, Ease has more tonics for the nervous system and relaxant. So it's doing that job of both supporting and strengthening the nervous system. And I, I have yet to meet a person that could not benefit from that. Yep. See, I kind of already knew that answer. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. Just because, yeah. like, I, I use, I have ease. I actually have a, a lot. I, I need to drink it a little bit more. So admittedly, I've been slacking. But when I do make tea and I, I do look at all the stuff I have, I just always go to the ease. I'm like, because I know, like you've mentioned to me, it's not one of those things necessarily. Although maybe it will, because it has chamomile in there, right? So it does sort of soothe you in the moment, mm-hmm. but also longevity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it does. The relaxants in ease are lavender and chamomile. Um, and so it's it's doing both at the same time. There's slightly less because in, in a way we might think of it as almost being diluted because there's several of them, right? There's some tonics and there's some relaxants. If we wanted one yeah. that you're feeling really stressed right now and you need relief quickly, then it would probably be um, chamomile and lavender just by themselves. Yeah. Or it could be Herbal Goddess because it has a little bit more of the relaxants in there and with it. And so that's why I like Ease. It has both. But then it's kind of, if we consider again, eating your vegetables and, and tasting the rainbow, we do want to have a diverse selection. So we're not only eating broccoli every every day. We want to um, enrich our body with a various source of vitamins and minerals. And then also it's just, you get different flavors because to be honest, Ease is not the most flavorful of them. If we really want to talk about like a a great tasting one, it would probably be Trust Your Gut or it would be Mint to Be or Herbal Goddess. Um, The first two are really minty, fresh, um, and more invigorating. Whereas Herbal Goddess is, you might be able to tell from the name, it's very floral um, and almost like lightly sweet just by the flowers themselves. Yeah. I remember when I first tried Ease, I'll admit, I was a little bit like, hmm, this has a flavor I've never had before. Like, I didn't even know how to describe it. I would just, I think like my image in my head was like a meadow. I'm like, this just tastes like everything that you could possibly collect like in a meadow because it has those oat straws. So like, I I see that and I'm like, there's like twigs in here. I'm like, what is, it's so, it's, it's beautiful to look at and it tastes like how it looks. You're just like, this tastes like, and I mean it in a really, really great way. Like, but it it doesn't have like the minty where people expect. So like, it, it is a little bit like you try it and you might be like, hmm, this is very different because it also doesn't have like that black tea flavor that everybody knows. So yes. it's different, but it's like, it's, I would say an acquired taste maybe at first. It's not like a wheatgrass where you're like, this is fucked up. I know it's good for me, but I'll just drink it anyway. <laughs> exactly. It's just yeah. different. That's the only way I could describe it. A good different. And I do have the others. Like my husband loves Trust Your Gut. Like he's, he's drinking it all on me. I'm like, oh man leave me some, but he loves it. And he loves the, uh, he loves the ginger. He loves the mint. He loves all that stuff. Well, I would love to also check in with you and ask what has, or what is Jean's Apothecare really setting up for this year? Like, what do you have anything going on? What are you cooking up there? Man, I'm I'm honestly working on several things. Some of it needs to stay behind the scenes for now, but okay. I'm right now enrolling for 30 Days to Vibrant Wellbeing, which you know as uh, my semi-annual program. This is the second time I am enrolling for it, um, and it's a small group support program, which is a blend of education, more of literally what we talked about today, literally. And then mixed with support and guidance and accountability. 
and an awesome, small, tight-knit community. And all of it's rooted in helping you create a new daily wellness routine of drinking herbal tea. I, I did that program last year. I loved it. You know, you even had like a, a yoga element in there. And I really love how it was a community because that's another thing like I was listening on that podcast is like we we can and I know that I am guilty of this become like hyper independent where I'm like, I don't need people. I'm good. And like I am. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I probably should add people to my mix a bit and like stop being such a hermit and reach out and like because we do need support. We do need to know we're not alone in certain things that we're going through and everything else. So I really love that community element that I do have to force myself to participate in sometimes because I can become like, you know, like just lock away in a dungeon and never come out like a vampire or something or some cave troll. So <laughs> I do need community and I love that. Like I, I, I didn't feel like it was forced. It was just, it was awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more of when you're enrolling, like when it starts, like anything like that? Yeah, certainly. So we will begin February 18th. The enrollment will close on the 14th. And so that makes sure if you're, if you're enrolling on the tail end of it, that you still get your herbal package because as part of your tuition, you get a month's supply of herbal tea. And a little bit more about the program. One, it's all virtual. So you can attend literally anywhere in the world. Last time we were all United States, except for one Canadian. And so as we mentioned, I'll just elaborate a little bit more. If we think back to the very beginning of the conversation, we are even just talking about sustainability and how hard it can be to change things and to unlearn. That is why I created 30 Days to Vibrant Wellbeing is so that you have ongoing support, guidance, and education because otherwise, and I'm speaking from my experience, you remember my story at the very beginning, it can feel confusing and frustrating and kind of scary when you're trying to research something on your own and trying to make change on your own. And so I weave all of those in and you have me in your pocket every day for 30 days. And and I did that 30 days. So it's not this really long six month program that no one actually has time for. And you really have me, it's not this like you pay for it and then you forget you bought it or you just never do it because there's no support around it. I am there and Caitlin can attest to this. I'm there every day, even just simply checking in. Did you drink your tea today? And there's no shame if you didn't. Let's just instead figure out why didn't you? Do we need to change something up to see how it can best fit you? So it's serving you rather than you just adding something else to your um, daily to-do list. Because I, I don't want that for you. In this program, you'll be supported to create a daily herbal tea practice for your mind and your body. Through it, you'll get more of what we literally talked about today. I'll be laying out a foundation of herbalism and holistic health so that you are empowered to understand the what and the why and the how behind your new daily practice and receive support around it. And that community of people who are doing the exact same thing that you are and likely encountering similar but their own challenges and highs and lows and and all, all of that. It's within the 30 days, as I mentioned, we start on February 18th. And other though than the daily um, accountability piece, it is go at your own pace. There's four videos. I tend to just encourage everyone to watch the video sometime during that first week so you can ask questions and I'll be able to answer them in in real time. And then throughout that, after we develop a bit more of a foundation, then we'll be doing herbal spotlights, like what we just small sliver into herbal, or not into herbal, uh, into nettle, we'll do that. But first, we're going to develop an understanding of how herbs even work with your body. There's so much you get, but you get a um, self-care workbook, um, a habit tracker, and then we do a 90-minute Zoom session. Caitlin had mentioned it, where we'll do some yoga, um, connect activities. Activities, guided meditation and breath work. And then I always do bonus workshops. And then that's just, it's dependent on what people bring to the table, what they want and what they need support with. That sounds so amazing. And if people are listening to this right now and are like, get me in today, they're ready to go. Or they just also want to maybe get some more information. Cause I know a lot of people like to kind of 
like me, like, or, or something that I've, I've been trying to be better at is seeing a bit of, of th- something I want to buy and not rushing into it and just trying to find the information and, you know, kind of make that informed decision myself. Like how can people reach you and either sign right up or find out any information from you? Yeah. So you can always connect with me on Instagram. I'm very, very accessible. It's a jeans apothecary and Caitlin will have all of this in the show notes for you. I know. So it's jeans apothecary and it's like apothecary, but with a E instead of a Y because I'm a cheese ball and I do everything with a bunch of care. Um, and then the website's the same. It's just .com instead of slash whatever app you're at, uh, on. Um, and so Vibrant Wellbeing has its own. You could even type if you wanted to right into your web browser, jeansapothecary.com slash vibrant dash wellbeing. But I would say make it easy on yourself. Just go to the website and there's a really simple tab right there where you can read about Vibrant Wellbeing. And then if you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or by email. Awesome. And also even on her Instagram page, she has a link. I'm there all the time. It takes you right to her website. You can check out that vibrant well-being that's up there, you said. So you can go there and then even just check out some of her products like the stuff that I've loved and recommended along the way so far that you also reminder anybody who wants to purchase any of Casey Jean's items on her website, you get a 10% discount using the promo code yoga mosh pit that is still valid on your first purchase. And that is available for whenever you're ready to buy. Is there anything else that you want to, because we're going to wrap this up. Is there any like last message you want to put out there or anything else you want to say before we depart? Hmm. I think, I think we laid out a lot And I just want to say that if any of that feels overwhelming or if you're just simply um, interested in starting something, whether it's even if it's yoga or meditation or trying a tea or trying something, to just start small. You don't have to overhaul your whole pantry and your whole lifestyle. Baby steps are, are the way to do it. And I just want you to know that not just some voice on a podcast, I really would love to chat. Even if you just are listening and want to say that you listened or if something resonated with you, please reach out. I genuinely would love to hear from you and I'd love to support you, whether it's inside a vibrant well-being or just in a conversation, please know that I'm here for you. And Caitlin, thank you so much for having me. You mean so much to me. You've become such a good friend and I appreciate you. Same here. I love you. I appreciate you very much. And she means what she says. You can reach out to her and she is there to support you. She has supported me so much in the last year, two plus whatever time that has passed so far because everything is just so crazy. I can't keep track. But Casey Jean has been definitely like a lifeline for me. Thank you so much, Casey Jean. I loved having you here. And thank you, everybody who's been listening. Again, you can always reach out to me. Everything that we discussed will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. And um, thank you again, Casey Jean. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, everybody. 